Do you believe in ghosts? Not all ghost stories are scary tales of hauntings and peril. In fact, many accounts are about loved ones attempting to make contact from beyond the grave. However, what happens when it isn't a human spirit trying to get in touch with a living family member? As always, visit ghost-stories.co.uk and vote for if you think tonight's tale was adapted from fact or a pure work of fiction. You're listening to Season 2 of Ghost Stories, and this is God's Dog. Twenty years ago, when I was seven, we got a dog. He was a cairn terrier called Muffin. He was the sweetest, loveliest dog you could ever ask for, although he wasn't really into like cuddles or affection or anything, and if you sat next to him on the sofa, he'd do this really loud huff and jump down so he could go and sit somewhere on his own. But we loved him, and he loved us too. We were lucky that despite being a smaller breed, he soldiered on through and he lived to quite an old age. Muffin was a pretty healthy dog really and nothing that serious ever happened to him. There was this one time that he seemed a bit cold and shaky and my sister and I who were alone with him at the time were convinced that he was terribly unwell. So we wrapped him in a blanket and we played some Frank Sinatra to keep him soothed until we could take him to the vet. The vet said later on that he was fine, but he'd become psychologically convinced that he was dying due to our coddling. So after that, we played it a bit more cool with him, and it seemed to do him a lot of good because he didn't really get unwell at all until he was much older. My sister and I moved out into our own houses once we were older, but Muffin was still the family dog, and we'd visit him at our mum's house often. When he was a lot older, he developed these tumours in his ear that would bleed every so often. He'd seen a vet about them, but the vet had said they were just lumps due to old age and they weren't really causing him much bother. The only trouble they seemed to cause were that when they started bleeding they'd be itchy, so he'd always wipe and sort of drag his head across the nice white wall, which would leave this big bloody smear all the way across it, but it's not like we held it against him. We just used to have to follow him around with a cloth sometimes. When I was about 22 or 23, I had this really vivid dream. In my dream, we were at the seaside where my grandma lives and we were walking Muffin along the beach. He went out into the water and was swimming, which surprised me as being an older dog. He wasn't really that keen on long walks anymore and we mostly had to carry him home after a short while, so the extra exercise of swimming around seemed pretty unlikely. Anyway, the sun was setting into these bright oranges and pinks and the sea became darker and eventually Muffin became a silhouette against the skyline. I was worried about how far away he was from the shore and I kept calling for him and pleading with him to swim back to me. The the weird bit of this dream that I kind of feel a bit silly talking about is because I'm not really a religious person. But in my dream, God came down from the sky and he said, I have chosen Muffin to be my dog because he's the nicest dog in all the world. And in my dream, I said, okay, because you can't really argue with a God. And he was right, Muffin was the nicest dog in the world. 
So the next day after I had this dream, I rang my mum to tell her about it. She sounded quite surprised, but she said, oh, it's a sweet dream. And then she said that Muffin had been to a new vet that morning because they wanted a second opinion on his lumps. But this vet had said that actually these tumours in his ear are a lot more serious and it was time to think about, you know, letting him go. Um, and she recommended that he be put to sleep as they were likely causing him pain and discomfort. had a lot of pets of my own as an adult and each time it comes to the, the sort of the end of their life I have a dream about a muffin the night before they die and to me it kind of feels like he's come to collect that animal's soul and move them onto the afterlife that's the kind of job that I would imagine God's dog would have in my dream it's always you know just sort of normal normal things playing out but then it's like he kind of he kind of runs past and it catches my eye and I look over and he, he just sort of scampers on by but just him being there feels feels like a comfort and it feels reassuring but it's always like he's got somewhere to be and he's, he's on his way to do something and they always seem to to kind of play out in that way and it's like it's not the main part of the dream, it's like something that's just crossed into the background of my dream. So like that's almost the real life, but then my dream's still going on around it. But it's nice when I can see him again, because I still miss him. That's all for this week, but for show credits be sure to visit ghost-stories.co.uk to vote for if you think God's dog was based on fact or a pure work of fiction. And be sure to follow us on Facebook by searching for Ghost Stories the Podcast. If you've enjoyed the podcast, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes or support us by purchasing merchandise from the link located on our website. And don't stop asking, do you believe in ghosts? ghosts?